How can you be more French than this? Even if I have to be completely sincere, I grew up in this other way. Yes, you all know it. I'm a son of the 80s. Let's back to the start with the super French music and let me tell you why this episode is so tricolore. Because this is a special episode of the Broomwagon podcast following live the Bicyclette Inferno race. You will know everything about climbs, people, races, events, organizers, everything. But first, let's start with the episode duties. Dan, thanks a lot for listening. You know that this episode is supported by Komoot as well as all the other episodes. Thanks a lot for supporting the podcast Komoot. And I want to tell you everybody, I want to tell you everybody that Komoot now just came out with an amazing feature. It's called Trail View. Now directly from the platform you can see all the trails and how they look like. Thanks to Pixel Snaps directly from the users. Plan your route and then go and look for the green spots into your map. From there, you're gonna see if the trail is good for you, is too rough or is too easy. Mountain bike and gravel are gonna say always thank you. Thanks Komoot for supporting the podcast. Komoot.com slash G like Greenland then put the code BROOM to get your free extra region. It's super nice and helpful. Down in the description below, if you want to pay me a coffee and keep the Broom Wagon podcast independent, you will find there the link. Please do it. It's really appreciated. It's also appreciated when you share, review, comment, do whatever you want into the platform where you're listening to this podcast. Spotify and Apple Podcasts are a bit better for that, but if you do it also on Spreaker or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening, well, that's also super good. If you are downloading directly the track from the RSS feed, well, just send me an email or a message, CC or Broomwagon Podcast on Instagram and blah, 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 blah. Last thing, of course, remember down below there is also the Buy Key Geese link where you can support as well my COVID jar. Remember, Bikigis ONG charity in Berlin who teaches to women refugees how to ride the bike. For the cultural and political things, you know what I'm talking about. Usually women in their country, they cannot ride the bike because of restrictions, but also because it's practical. Everybody needs a bike. It's super cool. It's lovely to ride a bike. We all like to ride the bike. And even if you don't like it, you are going to love it after listening to another episode of the Broomwagon podcast. Okay, I'm going to stop it now. Let's talk in a second. Yes, I changed the bit. I put the L again. I feel a bit more home. Ah, Bicyclette Inferno Race. What's that? That's gonna be a summary because down below you're gonna find the link to my first episode about it when I talk with Constantine, the race project manager, I would say, about all the nuances of it. Just to get into the context, Bicyclette Inferno Race. It's a race that starts in Ansi, Haute Savoy, until the Côte d'Azur, Monton, in the middle, a lot of climbs. There, people will jump 
up and down for nine, I think there are nine mountains. Let's mention them. Let's start from the beginning. So, 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 so you start in day one from Col de Tami, Col de la Madeleine, two, Col du Telegraph, Col du Galibier, it could be one, but there are two, Col de Isoach, five climbs in day one. Day two, Col de Var, Cime de la Bonnette, Col de Saint-Martin, Col de Turini. Yes, nine climbs in total. And talking about total, we are talking about more or less more or less 500 kilometers and more or less 11,000 meters of positive elevation. That's what the bicyclet, sorry, the bicyclet inferno race is. That's something that we can say, but then we can also mention all the cool vibes and stuff. Cool vibes arrived directly on Thursday Thursday, Thursday, Thursday was the 28th, 28th of July, directly in the briefing and registration zone. During this time where everybody was registering and showing the bikes and then bike check and everything, we also had an amazing dinner arranged by Ophir, Switzerland, this amazing grill where you can cook wherever you want, whatever you want as well and the menu was arranged by Raphael Huber and Adrian Burer. Sports scientist and sport nutritionist the first one, Michelin star chef the second one. You know what I mean. There were some nerves here and there on the first night, the day after would have been a tough day, I mean a really tough one. But during the night we got some help from one or two beers in order to chill out a tiny bit more. Let's listen to what happened. So I'm here with the, how would you call it? The inventor, the great mind behind the Inferno. How basically are you doing? Inventor. Uh, inventor, I mean. Listen, it's, it's just a race, so nothing to invent. Just trying to, um, to take the ski mountaineering spirit. You know, it's coming from, from this sport that I really love. Uh, we all in the Alps, in the French Alps, and same in, uh, in Switzerland, in the Swiss Alps, um, during winter, we don't bike anymore. We, we do ski mountaineering a lot. And all the races are by team of two. <clears throat> and uh, honestly, it, uh, it makes the race totally different compared to a just uh, a standard uh, cycling sportive, you know. Um, so that's what we are trying to, to put in our race, this spirit, the team spirit. Uh, and the challenge, of course, it's uh, 250k's a day, it's nearly 6,000 meters ascent, so it's challenging, we have, uh, we have to say it's challenging. Um, so yes, nothing, nothing new, we, just, we are just trying to create a new kind of uh, cycling event um, and, and, and to have more team spirits, because in the cycling world there is not that much uh, team spirit, you know, is it? Absolutely. I just want to ask you another question. You know what I liked a lot about the organization and everything? Is that, I mean, let's put it in this way. I'm reading too many articles lately, but seems like from what I'm seeing, 
that really you don't micromanage everything because you're anyways creating an event and you want to have probably your climbs, your photos, your image and everything. But actually the thing that I can see here is that you gave, for example, the directors, the race directors are two other people. Uh, the person that is taking care of the communication and everything is another person. All other single, effect, single aspects, something like the food or whatever, are taken care of by, uh, you outsource them. That's super nice. And how actually uh, you create this spirit? Everybody who can understand actually, okay, this is my idea of race, but how you can share these values with all these people that you're working with? So first of all, the Inferno race is just a very small part of our business. Um, to be honest, we are not really living because of the Inferno race. It's, uh, it's yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's true. It takes time. But um, it's, it's, in fact, we started four years ago with the Inferno race. Um, doing the edition zero. Um, but uh, like five years ago, we just said with some friends, we could just go to the sea from Annecy in two days, taking our stuff with us, and uh, it could be a good challenge. We did it, and it was a crazy weekend. So we decided to share this with other people. That's why we created the Inferno Race. Uh, then we have very few time to give to this race. Um, so that's why we need to have some uh, people involved in the race. So we have Constantine doing a lot of work with the partner, doing all the stuff on uh, Instagram and Facebook because we need to share a lot of uh, communication about this. Um, so yes, we try to find people that want to be involved by themselves. We don't push them. In fact, the, the, the Marie, Marie and Raphael, the, the race director, um, they just ask us every year Can we come back to, to, to do that? They really love to do that. It's just a weekend. It's a, it's a big party, in fact. So, yes, it's not, easy. it's not that hard to find people that want to join us. And uh, we are happy to have uh, very nice people all around this event. That's, that makes the event what is, what is it. That's amazing. I'm going to actually keep my questions about what's the best climb or whatever, maybe to the race director. Something that I want to ask you, because have you done it anyways already a couple of times, right? I did it three times. Um, so which one is my favorite, you mean? No, I want to know what was the most difficult one. So in, it's a two days event. At a certain point, for sure, your energy level and mm. mental energy level goes down. So, Tell me more. So in three editions, I had three very different bad times. Uh, just because it depends on your partner. I did it with three different partners. Mm -hmm. um, and, and also just because you don't, you don't manage everything. So the, the weather, uh, you know, the, the, the food at some point, you, you have some, some food troubles. Uh, so your partner is helping you. So honestly, in three different editions, I had three different um, bad moments, I have to say. <laughs> Every day on the, on the two stages, um, you have one time where you have a bad, bad uh, moment. So you need, at this time, your partner to help you uh, and to push you. And, and, and that's how it happened for the last three editions. So, so that's why I really, really push about the team, um, the team race. That's perfect. That's perfect. Then, actually, the last question comes naturally. Why the Inferno race is that special? <laughs> Because if you have a look in the cycling events, Uh, I think there is no event like that. You can see the haute route. Um, it's a kind of a professional race stages. Uh, you have um, the sportives. So what we want is something between the haute route, between uh, the sportive and between the ultra. 
So we have something very different of these uh, three different uh, kind of uh, races. So, um, so yep, nothing special. Good organization, a nice landscape. Um, so, um, so what to say? Just uh, join us to, to try it and you will see it's a fantastic event. We will try to tell it also every day. So we're going to talk about the event in a couple of days pretty often. <laughs> so thanks a lot. You're welcome. So I'm here with a super nice setup because I'm asking question to... Finn. That is going to answer for... Lars and Katja. That's super amazing. <laughs> Whom are you talking for? So I know you said already the names, but tell me more. Sure. Um, well, those two people are my parents. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. So they are super young. You are super young as well. How old are all these people here? Yeah, well, I'm 18. Uh, my mom and my dad. My dad is um, 45 and my mom is uh, 43. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, yeah, well, they did a lot of competitions. They were, for example, in Namibia, they did the Desert Dash, the hardest. Oh, um, I know it. Bike. Yeah, the hardest mountain bike run uh, race in the world. Uh, last year and also three years ago, so the second time. And I think my mom um, yeah, became the best German and the fourth in the whole um, race. And they also did a couple of Ironmans, two in a year um, in 2019, I think. Yeah, and several others. So a lot of different things. That's amazing. How proud are you of your parents? We're very proud. I mean, uh, they are also working, so it's not that they are. They do kind of hobby as a hobby, but uh, they work full time. So you can't say that they are uh, that they have all of their time and they are sponsored for everything they do. So they have us. They have my brother and me. We have a, we have family. We do vacations, and now they're also doing those races, those crazy races. So very proud, yes. So you're coming here at the Inferno race and are you racing as well, you two guys? Or? No, no, no. Yet. We'll, <laughs> well, we'll take the car, we'll go by car uh, with the backs and everything and uh, after the Inferno race we'll go uh, to Sardinia and make a diving uh, vacation. Are you a cyclist as well? Uh, well, not really. Um, sure, I'm also cycling, but uh, in general I'm doing tennis, so... It's sport. And where do you live in Germany? Do you live in Germany, by the way? Yeah, we live in Germany. Um, in Fern. Mm -hmm. It's near to Bremen, Hamburg, Hanover. So, well, not a very tiny city, but yeah. average. So, last question that I want to ask. Anyways, you're answering perfectly to everything, so I can ask you as well. Thanks. What are you coming for, for the Inferno race? I mean, your parents are doing a lot of things, a lot of other races. I think that actually you look like pretty competitive people. But coming for the Inferno, for enjoying the race for enjoying the ride or for winning? Well, uh, we can ask them. Okay. Just, I mean, I should translate. So, what do you think? Why am I here? To win, to have fun? In the first place, to So, at first, they want to have fun. So Everybody says that. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's kind of competition, but it's experience. And, we want uh, to cycle the hills. Have you ever been to these hills, these climbs? Have you ever done it? No. This is the first time in yeah, the French time. Alps. We cycled last year, the Mont Blanc 2, uh, to be into the club of the... Um, I don't know if you say it in English, uh, the club of the cyclist. You can say it in German, we have a translator. Anyways, it's Justin. 
ähm, Club der Bekloppten. Okay, okay, okay. <lacht> yeah, well, they also did the Tour Transalp several times, so they have experience in driving in the French Alps, but, uh, well, not those. <lacht> cool, are you gonna talk with me from tomorrow on, or you're gonna just thinking about your route and uh, everything later? Well, I guess we'll talk with you tomorrow and also those, uh, those two, so we'll share the experiences. <laughs> That's super amazing. Thanks a lot and best of luck. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. You would never believe with whom I'm now. I'm here with the Broomwagon team. Let me take this one from the studio quickly. Yes, there is a Broomwagon team because Broomwagon was supposed to be ambassador of the Bicicleta Inferno. One place of the pair would have been taken by me, Stefano. The second one extracted directly with a giveaway on the Instagram. Well, I was not in shape, so I passed my ticket directly to Rafael, NutriPerformax, the sport nutritionist that we talked before. And the second one was extracted in the internet and was taken by Mikey Cycling on the Instagram and Majorin in real life. That's the Broomwagon team. I'm here with the Broomwagon team. How are you doing? Yeah, fine. Great, thank you. I mean, we are spending too much time together. I'm talking about Rafael, not... Wait a second. I need to misspell your name properly. Marjorie. Marjorie. Damn it, you see? Marjorie. I'm going to make All a mistake. Marjorie. So, people, are you excited of being part of this great team that never won anything in their, in his life? I mean, you're the first one being in the Broomwagon team. So, yeah, how do you feel about it? I'm so excited. I'm so excited about the race. But I'm so excited to be a part of the Broomwagon team uh, with Raphael. Rafi, what are you looking for tomorrow? Nice climbs. <laughs> They're going to be quite a couple of those. A nice, nice time on the bike and uh, with a, a great ride with a good team. I have to ask you to you the last questions. and uh, Actually, two questions. What's the climb that you're looking for the most? Uh, Col de la Bandelaine. Tomorrow the second one. It's going to be nice. Yeah, and the second, it's uh, Cime de la Bonnette. Of course. The, I'm not going to say that. What about you, Rafi? Calibier and also the Sim de Ponette. Another thing that I want to ask you is I'm pretty sure that before this two days event you made some upgrades or some changes on your bike. What was it? I just clean it. I mean, you never clean it then? Yeah, I clean it every time. But now, just before to come, I clean it just for the race. Can I ask you another question in the meantime? Then I'm going to go to Rafi with the same question. What's your bike? What are you riding? I'm riding a Cannondale Synapse LTD RLE uh, limited, in a, uh, in a, um, limited Edition. Yeah. Uh, do you like it? Yeah, I love it. That's perfect. Rafi, what's the update and the upgrade basically on your bike? New cassette and a new chain. <clears throat> Tell me more. I thought we need a little bit more easier gears for longer days. So 11.28 is not going to cut the chase anymore. So we upgraded a bit to some easier gears. What bicycle are you riding? Villiers, Filante. It's probably the best you can do. I mean, yeah, I rode... It's my the, I know, I know. I rode the Filante once in an event. I never rode the Cannondale. So probably people out there just remember that they need to ride the Cannondale at a certain point. Last thing that I want to ask you, I probably forgot. Let me think. No, I have something in mind. Ah, yeah, I know that the both of you, yeah, usually... I know because, no, I know that you never ride my Cannondale because you asked the question what I do for the in, on my bike for the race. 
I don't, I don't, de- I don't need to do anything because my back is perfect. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It has too many chain rings in my opinion, but I know what you mean. For me, one is enough. No, I have the last question that I want to ask you, and the question that I want to ask you is, I think that the both of you did already a couple of uh, Ironman slash triathlon and stuff. How different is it? I mean, a three different sports events and a few different climbs events. Um, add question. Probably Rafi can say more. Yeah. It's a bit more sitting on a bike than the others. <laughs> yeah. it, the others have a bit of mix. Gigathlon was a mix. Ironman is always a mix. And now it's purely cycling, which is probably the most I enjoy cycling. But it's a long day on the saddle. That's perfect. Last thing, really, really last thing. So you're going to be part of the Broomwagon team. You are aware that you have to talk quite a lot on the bike. Are you ready for that? Sure. <laughs> Definitely, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. People, best of luck. Get your dessert. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm sitting at the dining table and uh, I'm talking with... Pauline. Elizabeth. Perfect. Sorry if I'm bothering you after lunch. I mean, usually people prefer an espresso after lunch, better dinner. But you're here talking on a microphone that is a fluffy one. I hope I'm not bothering you so much. That I'm not going to be annoying so much. No, no, no. That's super nice. Tell me more. How, I mean, we had already this conversation so we can skip it. But what are you expecting for tomorrow? Uh, a nice adventure with a friend to discover uh, some calls that I really like to to climb. Have you ever been already in some of those climbs? Uh, we did the race uh, last year. Ah, it's the same. So you did it already last year. How was last year? Oh, very, very tough, yes. But you came back. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to enjoy this race uh, this year. I just want to ask you another couple of things. And the first one... How and how, what happened when you discovered cycling? So how did you become, I would say, cyclist in your life? Um, I was about to buy a bike uh, for, to go to, the, to work, but uh, there were really good um, offer on a cyclist bike. And I, say, I told myself, oh, let's try this. And then I called a friend who was in a triathlon club. And uh, then I called him and said, oh, I just bought, bought a bike and now uh, I want to, to do triathlon. And he just laughed because he said, you should try before to buying the bike. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was a good discovery. What about you? Um, I, I started the bicycle because of injury. On the, on the knee. Athletes, and so I think it's better for me mm-hmm. to, to practice cycling and I love it. I have the last couple of things I want to ask you. So you have already done the same ride, the same race last year. What are you looking forward to? What would you like the most this year? And also what did you like the most last year and now you want to do it again? Uh, To swim uh, in the Mediterranean. (laughs) They are are rival. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only goal. It's a good beer uh, as the arrival, yeah. And, and what are you fearing the most then? What is going to scare you the most? Oh, I think, um, the, yes, 
So, I don't know what is the word in English. You can say it in French, it's fine. Yes, la, la difficulté d'enchaîner l'école. Ah, okay, so the, the downhills, the descents. Uh, no, not the, the downhills. Ah. I'm quite good on the ah, I love it. <laughs> So it's to climb and to climb again and to climb again. Ah, okay. So, so repetition, it's very, very tough. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Bolin? Um, I don't know. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I just want to do it now. <laughs> I hope we don't get bad weather. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow there is some uh, weather forecast that can be tricky, but I don't know. It's going to be fine, I'm pretty sure. When you have a bike and a good friend with you, a good friend with you, everything is going to be fine. Yes, yes. Perfect. Thanks a lot, people. You're welcome. How was food? Uh, excellent question. Uh, would have loved a little more. Oh, okay. A little earlier. So you, I mean, there was actually this guy here who is taking photos who took yeah. a bit of time in order to put together the brief. Yeah, that's, that's, that was it. But the taste was really, was really good, excellent. Um, as I said, I would have loved to have a little more. So you're going out for a pizza now? Maybe, yes. Kind of. I think I'm going to smoke a good cigarette. Mm, that's <sighs> nice. And uh, he's going to massage me. No. And then we'll see. That's no, perfect. No, I'm kidding you. <laughs> no, the food was good, but really, um, just a little more. Okay. Just a little bit more. I'm going to tell it to the... Of course, though. something coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know... We, have to, love some... we have to sleep now. <laughs> So I'm really, I'm really, really difficult with food. So uh, you're picky. You're the picky one. I'm the picky one. Uh, I'm the one who eats uh, like three, three men in the one, in, in the one, in one body. So yeah. Tell me more about you. First of all, tell me your name because I didn't ask. Yeah, good. I'm Fred. Michael. Michael. From where are you from? Geneva. Geneva. Same thing. I want to ask you a question, people. Before starting from everything, I saw you arriving and the both of you have rim brakes on your bike. Don't you? We have what? Rim brakes, not yeah, disc brakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We do have rim brakes. That's super yeah. amazing. Because I mean, it's lighter, you know? So yeah. we're going we're gonna to put some pressure <laughs> on those guys there tomorrow because with the disc brakes, they're going to they're gonna be slow. Of course. Uh, we're gonna and not terrible. Uh, exactly. We're going to show them. And uh, hopefully it's raining. So we're going to all show them the, the precision of the, the rim brakes under the, the heavy rain, which I love to manage. So, yeah, that's all the, question, the, the reason why we stick to... Uh, Except I mean, the money-wise and budget-wise, still. That yeah, the only point is that, that. Is it became impossible to get bicycle, so rim brakes, frame, rim brakes, wheels. It's impossible. But you know what? Remind me your name. Stefano. 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 Have you noticed that the only handmade bike from the old, uh, the old, the old race? Tell me more about your bike. Oh, yeah, come again with pleasure. Ernesto did it. It's the last, uh, last, really last bread from the, the master, it's a Colnago. Yeah. And it's a logged one and made by hand in Italy by two guys. They made it for, for uh, 35 years. That's super amazing. And uh, yeah, it's, that's my only consolation for tomorrow and after tomorrow is that I, have, I probably have the iconicest bike on the, on, the, on the field. Not the iconist leg, but <laughs> at least I have the bike, you know? I couldn't, I couldn't afford a Ferrari. So no, 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 you've got the Ferrari of the bikes. Exactly. But handmade. Handmade, man. Handmade. That's super great. All the, all the default and all the little difference and it's unique. That makes sense. Likes People, yes, I mean, everybody... You're handmade too. 
I'm myself, I'm headmate. Yeah, you're headmate too. You're, yeah. not, you're not being made into No, 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 no. I'm absolutely, absolutely handmade. I mean, I have to ask my mom if she made, I, yeah, better yeah. my dad, yeah. if he made it by hand. No, no, That's no, another I think, story. I think he uses back. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. Uh, tell me, okay. what are you looking forward for this week? Uh, and, I mean, we can do Tomorrow morning. Damn it, tomorrow is going to be so hard. Yeah, for you. For you, it's going to be easy. Yeah, for us, because we don't need to think. For you, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult without pedaling, idling in a car. You see that red bike over yeah. there? That's mine. Oh, I, think I, I mean, I'm not going to ride the whole thing, but I need to ride a couple of climbs oh, okay. for sure. Okay, so come, come with us and we'll do some podcast uh, riding. I love to speak uh, uh, pedaling. That's perfect. Let's do it. Let's choose one climb and mm-hmm. we're going to do it together. Might be uh, X-rated sometime or, uh, yeah, uh, PG-18, but... I'm going to publish just for us. Exactly. I'm not going to go public gonna with it. The, the logo on it and we'll be fine. Perfect. People, okay. thanks a lot for your chitty chatting. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Huh? Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks. So I'm going to talk with the both race directors. I'm talking with... Mary. Raphael. How are you doing, people? Fine. Really fine. Did you like the food? Yeah, it was really nice. And uh, I think it's uh, something good to start a big race like that. And uh, how is going to be the food tomorrow? You know it's better than everybody. We are going to just pick up gas station food or stuff like this or stopping in small boulangerie or... Uh, I think at the beginning people uh, will uh, eat what they are, mm-hmm. what they have uh, personally. And after the food station are really big, so people can find a lot of foods, uh, salty or sweet. But people like to go in um, boulangerie. Of course. I mean, the first thing that I did once I arrived here, I went to a boulangerie and got a pan au chocolat and it was five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best when you are riding like that. So, yeah. yeah. Even when you're not riding. Uh, <laughs> so tell me more, people. So you were the designer of the course, right? Or you just put place A to place B and all the climbs that way. I mean, what was the process? You mean if if we... You chose the... I mean, the direction, it was clear. But, for example, how the climbs had to be made, what after the other splitting, everything. How was the process? In fact, we, we didn't... Uh, maybe it's not good. In fact, we, we didn't... Uh, um, create uh, the direction because it's Basile uh, who created the race the mastermind yeah the mastermind and he he had the dream like to to do this race uh, in his mind is what is, it was like that and I think he he wanted to, to make something big because uh, there is a lot of climbs and uh, and I we, we didn't uh, play uh, um, in this game like it's only Basil but this race is really unbelievable because the places are just amazing so we choose the right uh, mountains to, to climb that's super great so a question that I want to ask you but okay you didn't set up the course but you rode it so you did the full course all together and yeah the first year uh, we make a little team We've, I thought we were like 10 people of the bicyclette store and we made the race um, I was the the 
the little, I don't know how, if we can say uh, uh, le, le vilain petit canard in French. You, you know, it's, it's the one, is always the last one. Okay. Oh, the le petit canard, so it means the little bird or whatever, something like that. Maybe it's, it's just the one who is always at the end uh, of the race. But um, we really wanted to try the race with all kind of people, like uh, uh, elites one and more... And Enthusiasts. Yeah, enthusiasts to yeah. see to see how it uh, can evolve and um, and I think uh, it was a, a great thing to do like that because today we have a, a lot of uh, kinds of people who's doing the race people who make a lot of bikes and people who make less so that's that's cool that's nice the thing that I want to ask you is that I mean we are pretty clear that this race is not I mean it's tough It's pretty clear that it's really difficult, right? Yeah. But on the other side, I want to know, when do you think that people are going to say, yes, I'm super lucky that they've decided to do this? Uh, you want to answer or you understand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think people will say, yes, I did it and I'm, I'm super glad just at the end okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, when they will get in Monton because it's, it's really tough and when you are riding I, I think you can't say oh yes that's super cool it's super hard I, I don't think it's um, you can say it on the bike but maybe tomorrow night and for sure uh, in Monton but there is a climb that you like more than any other the both of you what's the climb that you love the most of the course oh, yeah, yeah uh, the one we, we love is uh, the bonnet uh-huh, of course yeah I think it's the it's the most beautiful in the race because it's the um, more uh, elevated and uh, you have the highest pass yeah. the paved pass in Europe right yeah. yeah it's the highest pass in Europe and you have the climb who go all over Uh, the mountain at, at the top and it's like just wow when you are there it's, so it's amazing there are lake and uh, many animals it's a uh, it's a crazy uh, climb yeah. yeah I think I'm gonna do it as well people yeah. I mean I have the bike there with me just to do the Sim de la Bonnet <laughs> <laughs> you should do it yeah. yeah I'm gonna find you there at the end at Sim de la Bonnet probably so yeah why not uh, no the last thing that I want to ask you and it's more about the event itself in your opinion what makes the Inferno race unique um, I think the unique things is that you, you do it uh, with your partner and that's the difference uh, with all the races uh, you have in Europe or in the world and um, to do the race with someone is like so nice because when you are bad someone is here to tell you okay no you can do it I'm sure you will you will uh, you will do it so that that's the thing I think that's very great tu traduis in French it's, it's good yeah, yeah. c'est la proximité aussi entre les gens le côté familial c'est que vraiment euh, en fait c'est un petit peu comme la transcontinentale c'est-à-dire que tout le monde fait partie de la même famille et que tu sois du côté staff ou du côté euh, coureur, tu te sens vraiment... Euh, tout le monde vit la même expérience, c'est ce que tu disais. Donc, il a dit que c'est comme une grande famille, 
uh, with the staff, with the riders, and it's um, you 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 have something like everybody is like a brother and sisters, and that's that's a, a great race for that because at the end every people say. Uh, bye, but we will see you again uh, maybe next year or maybe out of the race and that's that's a great experience too. Oh, that's super great. Another thing, I mean, proximity, it's really, really the right word. I can see that everybody's here with the same spirit, chitty chatting looks like not a big family but a super nice and strong family and that's super nice. Another thing that they noted that is really good, I want to know your two cents on that, is actually also the inclusivity. I mean, usually you go on these kind of races and 90% of people are men and 10% are women. Here I can see a lot of short body. I can see a lot of people, a lot of women riding here. And that's super nice. This means a lot, I think. And it's also, I mean, it's also coming from the organization for everything that is put together and this family spirit, right? Yeah. I think uh, year after year, we have more and more women. And uh, that's really great. That means that the... Riding a bike today is not only for men and also big race like this because it's it's really hard and difficult. So that's a great thing for us that there is a lot of women uh, in the staff and also in the riders. And of course, it's uh, it's something amazing too because uh, maybe we will have 50% of each uh, next year and uh, we hope so absolutely we all hope so thanks a lot for your words people you're really great thank you and also for putting together the race you're great for this as well sorry also for putting together the race yeah. and for being a race director thanks a lot <laughs> thanks thank you <laughs> vibes are really chilled relaxed people were smiling eating and meeting each other I mean, somebody was knowing the second part of the pair since ever. Somebody else was kind of sneezing each other, understanding how things were going. But everybody looked happy, everybody looked pretty nice and comfortable waiting for the huge challenge of the day after. First of all, once day zero's duties were off, everybody went sleeping in the Woodstock hostel where you can find really nice vibes of Ansi. Really good hostel, really cool. But also there you can feel the vibes of this amazing city that Ansi is, with its beautiful lake and also staring already at the mountains, playground of the adventure of the next days. Then the day of the challenge arrived. The alarm clock was set up at 3.34 a.m. early. Super early. Everybody good mood putting on the kit that would help them arriving at the end of the day and then jump on the bike and reach one of the most beautiful places cycling-wise and coffee-wise of the Ansi region. It's called Le Bon Wagon and there the breakfast table was already set up. So we are here you are the owner of this place. Uh, yes, we opened it uh, one year ago. Okay, tell me more about it. I love the name, by the way. Uh, Le Bon Vago is a French uh, cyclist uh, expression. When you took the, um, the, the good group when you're cycling, when you are on the front. And uh, it's um, a remind <laughs> about uh, the place it was before. It was uh, an older train station. Wow. So, yeah, and we are just in cross, in, uh, in border of the um, cycling way. So, tell me a bit more about, I mean, you have a bicycle cafe 
in on sea called the Bombalon. I mean, it's super cool. But tell me a bit more how is the community of cycling here? How many cyclists there are here? What kind of cyclists are here? Only tourists or people that are living here and they enjoy the climbs all around? Tell me more. We have uh, all different type of cyclists here. Uh, of course, uh, we have the local people who used to come uh, on each ride to take um, a little coffee. And uh, of course, we have a lot of uh, tourists all around the world. And uh, there, there are like um, 7,000 people per day in Ooh. the cycling way. Wow. So it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's super nice. And tell me also another thing. I mean... We are here with the Inferno Bicyclette race, right? Bicyclette Inferno race. Yeah. And why are we here? So what's your relationship with the, the people from Bicyclette? Uh, the guys from Bicyclette are old friends. So I uh, ride the race uh, two times. Oh, really? Why not this year? Uh, because I'm a father now and I cannot <laughs> practice any more bike. No, I'm just saying that seems like everybody has the same topic. That's why we are not riding. You yeah, are saying that. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next year. Next year, maybe. We will see. Yeah. We need to train a lot to finish this race. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And tell me also another thing. So, I mean, you are from here, from Ansi, right? Yeah. So, tell me what's your favorite climb beer around? Or what's your backyard ride, the ride that you're doing more often? As the best things to do, of course, is the tour of the lake. It's really beautiful. And, uh, of course, the uh, Forkla. Yeah, it's a really nice to do. It's a little bit uh, steep, but uh, it's a really nice one. Okay, that's perfect. Man, thanks a lot and uh, enjoy your day. Bye. So, what time is it? It's 4.44 in the morning. We are in front of a coffee and probably in talking with a star, right? Sorry? What's, what's your name? I'm Vincent. You won last year? Yes. And also the year before? And also the year before. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's why we are here to yeah. uh, again. <laughs> okay, perfect. So that's the goal. No idea. Just uh, have fun and ride the two days and uh, enjoy. And okay. let's see what's what is at the finish. <laughs> no, that makes sense. And tell me, what are you looking forward the most? What climb do you like the most of this event? Uh, for today, I love the Isoar, the last one. And uh, the landscape on the top is just amazing. Okay. And the day two is the Cime de la Bonnette. It's the of course. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you cycle every year, if I can ask you? I think I, I do both uh, mountain biking and road biking. And half-half, I think. And uh, I think 8,000 kilometers a year. Oh, that wow. Okay. I mean... A lot, but I was thinking a bit more about something. Somebody who won twice in a row this event I was like, waiting for something way more. But yeah, uh, no, not, I don't think more than eight, nine thousand. Okay, <laughs> I mean, for everybody out there, it seems like okay, it's okay, but yeah, it's a lot of kilometers. But where do you live? Uh, I live in Switzerland, in okay. uh, Gruyere. Of course, the land of the cheese. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And there, mountain biking is really cool. That's what I heard. Yeah, both mountain biking and road biking. But we have lots of single trails and nice places to ride. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you what have you done, but probably it's the same thing that you're going to do this year. After winning two times in a row, what's the thing that you do as soon as you cut the finish line? So you arrive, what do you do usually? We eat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going on the, on the sea and having a swim, but eating is way better. Uh, you, you mean uh, in, in Nice on the sea? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. 
first we have a beer <laughs> and then we go for a swim. <laughs> That's super perfect. Cool. I'm gonna see you on the course in the meantime. Cheers. I think so. Cheers. Cheers. Best of luck. Solid breakfast and brilliant coffee in the belly. Yes, coffee at Le Bon Wagon was on point. And it's time to clip in because the direction is the kilometer zero. A few kilometers, not counted on the clock, but still a few kilometers. Hi, Marie, where are we? Uh, we are in Faverge, uh, just uh, downhill the Col du Tamier, the first one. And it's uh, five, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes, and it's really hard this morning. <laughs> Completely. How many coffees? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How many coffees did you have? I don't drink coffee. <laughs> That's super interesting, then. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that also with two coffees, I'm still exactly <laughs> in the same situation. But this village looks really beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. It's nice, and um, it's just before the mountain and before the cows and things like that. The field, so that's really nice. That's perfect. Let's see what's coming. Ah, what's the first climb you said? Col du Tamier. Rating it from one to five. How hard is it? Where one is the easiest and five is the hardest? I think if it's the easiest of all the two days, so maybe one. Perfect, but it's at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, one point five. <laughs> That's perfect. Call to me, the first climb of the day. Maybe we should go quickly through the climbs of the day number one of the Inferno race, shall we? Let me first find some shallow documentary music. Okay, this should work. Col d'Utami, 9.9 kilometers for 569 meters of elevation. It's called Col d'Utami after an abbey on top of the climb. That makes awesome cheese. It's not super high ranked in the Tour de France climbs. It's just a second category. But Richard Virank and Pierre Roland did something over there. Col de la Madeleine, 27 kilometers and a half for 1,600 meters of elevation. I would love to think that Marcel Proust and his research are involved in the name of this climb, but probably not. If Marcel Proust didn't talk about the climb, appropriate words were used by Bradley Wiggins, who called Col de la Madeleine as beautiful, but heartbreaking. He said that when he won the tour or when he crashed it. I don't know, but this climb looks good. Col du Telegraph is the third climb of the day. Usually it's overseen because it's the trampoline for the most famous Col du Galibier, but still it's really interesting with these 854 meters of positive elevation and the 11 kilometers of climbing. But I have to say that the most interesting thing is actually the story of the Col du Telegraph, called like this after the huge and super important telegraph that was on top of it. We're not talking about the classic telegraph with wires and stuff and waves and everything, but it's a semaphore telegraph. The one that you have to use different colors to spread the messages from one call to the other. In the 1800s, this was really well used by the Napoleon army. It's not there anymore, but for sure by arriving there, you can breathe a bit of history. Legend says that Henri de Grange, organizer of the first to the France, excuse my French, Consider Col du Galibier his personal favorite. Defining as well Col du Tourmalet worthless in comparison with Col du Galibier. That's what the legend says. 
What we know, though, is that Gol du Galibier is the highest point of day number one of the race. And with its 17.5 kilometers and 1200 meters of positive elevation, really can be tough for people. Even tougher if they will find, and today they will do, the awful condition of low temperatures and rain. When we talk all days are, we tell the story of Claudio Chiappucci, Fausto Coppi, Eddie Merckx, Joaquin Purito Rodriguez, Damiano Caruso, and Warren Bargill, the first winner of a stage arriving and finishing on Col des That's the last climb of the day, and this doesn't mean that it's the easiest, for sure it's not, because we are talking about a climb that reaches the point of 2,360 meters, and to reach it you have to ride 19 kilometers and 1,200 meters of positive elevation. But the reward is a long descent through a gorgeous valley that will arrive at the finish point of stage number one. How was it for the riders? <clears throat> People, how was it? Oh. Super good. I mean, I saw your, fi- your face smiling most of the time. Uh, Probably because Rafi was saying a lot of jokes. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> but I always smiling. Okay. But it was really uh, hard at the beginning. Yeah, I know. With a pain in the in the knee. But after, when we see the top, yeah, now I'm good. <laughs> That's perfect. Then I don't know. Are you actually planning to catch up with the first ones or? Always. Okay, of course. Then stop eating and start riding, people. Okay. <laughs> Ciao. So people, tell me more. Did you like more the climb or the food? They prefer the food. Let do, let do, let do. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I can see a lot of smiles on your face, so you're happy. You still didn't arrive, you're already talking. I'm always talking, you know. That's me, amazing. You know me now. Yes, yes, yes. How do you feel? I feel, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your face with this smile, like I'm it. I feel great. Don't ask my buddy, but don't, don't, don't even ask him, okay? What? Don't, How does he don't feel? Talk to my buddy. Okay, it's gonna kill me, you think? No, I'm not killing you, but he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just give him an high five. Ciao, people. So, last pair left the checkpoint one. I'll call the Lamadoulen. We are talking about uh, number 12. Super good mood and uh, yeah, pretty happy people. Got some food, got a couple of photos and then left. Now, next time is going to be uh, Telegraph, Galibier. And I think we are done. Let's play something. And the Isoar at the end. I mean, quite of a long day. Somebody's coming back. They have some good stories. See you later. I mean, it was super cold up there. Huh? It was super cold up yeah, there. Yeah, I was, I was oh, sitting in the car and got it. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey there. Oh. I see that you are recovering and eating an ice cream. How are you feeling? What? I saw that you are eating an ice cream and uh, enjoying. Cool. Yes. How do you feel? I feel excellent. I'm feeling cool about the ice cream. I see yourself really better in shape now. Yes, the ice cream is changing my life in a positive way. How was today in three words? Great, shitty, great. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yes. 
so people, I'm talking here with the first pair of the classification. How do you feel? Tired, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me another word. <laughs> uh, pretty happy about the day. It was okay. a nice day, even with uh, some rain on top of uh, Galibier and uh, for the last downhill after the um, finish line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first, I mean, after the Galibier, the weather was horrible. And I, what weather did you find actually before the Isoar and on the Isoar? I think we were lucky compared to the riders behind of us because we didn't had that much rain uh, on the Galibier and on the Isoar. So we had good conditions. That's perfect. <laughs> what were the highlights of this? Uh, of this year, I mean, of this ride of today. There was something that actually you felt super good, that you liked so much, that was different than the year before. I think the, the weather, when it's a bit cloudy, the um, landscapes are right. even nicer and the colors yeah. also. But yeah, the rain is the highlight of the day. <laughs> I mean, a proper highlight, I mean, a, li a high lightning probably. No, it makes sense. And what's the expectation for tomorrow? That everything runs good <laughs> uh, like today and uh, that we enjoy the day and uh, it will be warm and sunny and I like those conditions so it's perfect I mean for sure and we all all looking forward for the beer at the end right yes <laughs> uh, by the way I got a rumor uh, everybody, and somebody told me that you are spending your free time most of the time just by eating is it true no, that's wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> you did a snack for the full time then. Okay, I have to go to my, uh, let's say, to my source, secret source that is wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's because last, last year uh, we spent most of the afternoon eating pizza and drinking beers <laughs> in our view. <laughs> and everyone noticed it and uh, it reminds. <laughs> that's perfect. So, people... Best of luck for tomorrow. Have a good night of sleep now. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. A little chronicle of the day probably is given because, okay, live streaming is good, but you need to give some contest there. So first climb, call to me, pretty easy. Everybody arrived with a smile and more or less at the same time. Then downhill, then call de la Madeleine. On top of call de la Madeleine, again, everybody was smiling apart from Michael. Michael was not feeling super good. He got some. He had some uh, issues. I mean, health issues. Some weeks before, so his body was completely empty, and he had to scratch after Col de la Madeleine. Jumped in the broom wagon, and it was the first scratch of the day. Then after that, again going down, Col du Telegraph, Col du Galibier. On top of Col du Galibier, conditions were horrible. Low temperature, a lot of rain. There, I talked with a couple of people, but I mean, it was difficult to record because everybody was arriving, changing clothes on top of Col du Galibier. There was uh, their bag, their wet bag, so they could change clothing and they moved forward to the next climb in awful condition. It was super foggy, visibility was really low. But I have to say that all of them are super prepared and they went through the epic condition with no problems or like Severin with a huge smile on their face. Then, going down to the Galibier was not easy for everybody and it was super cold. So, two different pairs scratched up there because of the weather condition. I'm talking about the Broomwagon team, so Rafael and Marjorie, as well as the pair with number 12, Lars and Katia. 
After that, we head up to the last climb of the day and we saw people coming over and coming over and coming over. The beginning also their condition were really bad. I mean, really bad. But after a while, some sun arrived on top of Col des There, I saw many of the riders and there two highlights as well. Thomas, that you listened already before, he got a super amazing smile, even if his lips were quite blue. But he covered himself with some blankets and then he jumped down direction hotel. The second highlight of the day was Pauline and Elizabeth arriving already with the condition, the weather condition were amazing, with great sun, and then celebrating, smiling, high-fiving, ready to jump down in the valley. Direction hotel for them as well. We arrived at the hotel as well, we had to set up some media things, people recovered, we got some ice cream, and then everybody was ready for going to sleep for day number two. Day number two climbs. Let's put again some documentary music, shall we? Here it is. Coldevar is exactly a mellow start of the day. From kilometer zero, you start your 19 kilometers of climbing with 1100 meters of elevation. Nothing really to see there, it was completely dark, but a lot of super nice switchbacks. Sim de la Bonnette is probably the most iconic climb of the French Alps. With its 2802 meters of elevation, is the highest. I mean, I'm not gonna go into calculation here, but for sure is between the first and the second position of the highest paved passes, even if it's not a pass, of the Alps. As I was saying, no calculation. The thing that I can say is just my feeling. All this climb with all this lunar landscape makes this climb unforgettable for any rider. Col de Saint-Martin tells the story of the Tour de France and also of something else. There was the last win of Eddie Merckx there, as well as the win in the Tour de France of 2020 of Juliana Lafilippe. We also remember that Parinis of 2021, when Primoz Roglic overtook the rider on the breakaway, Gino Meder, in the last few meters. For me, Col de Saint-Martin was not the most difficult, not even the easiest, but for sure not the most unforgettable. But it's a good getaway to the last climb of the day. Col de Turini can be referred as the main door for the Cote Azur, or for the most important climb of the rally that was happening there. But for that I would love to tell you a little personal story. Once upon a time, a long time ago, I was dipping my toe into the cycling content world, and I wrote for a great publication. I wanted to talk about this new brand, Café du Cycliste, between a bicycle café and a clothing company. Then I sent out a couple of emails and I got the opportunity to talk with Oliver, one of the co-founders. We had an amazing talk and a great interview, should be published somewhere there. And it told me this name, Col de Turini. At that time, I knew Nice just for the Col de la Madonna and all the story of Lance Armstrong. When he talked to me about Col de Turini and this climb with all the switchbacks, and then on top of it, if you turn right, you will find the barrier, you overpass it, and you can go on a shallow gravel road until the highest peak of Col de Turini, I was sold. I have never written it, and I didn't write it also this time, but this image was always into my mind. The climb 
for me, it's really, it gets super emotional. For the numbers, it's just 13 kilometers for 1,100 meters of elevation. For the peak, made at 1,607. It's emotional, but I'm so happy to be here. These are the climbs of day number two. I should have some live content of it. Not so much though. So I saw a lot of smiles arriving to see Madame Bonnet. How was it for you? Amazing. It's beautiful and I've seen a marmot. So. so many. We saw something like a family of them. They are wow. so beautiful. And everybody of them was whistling. Yes, I love to hear them. And uh, yeah, it's always nice to see some uh, wildlife when you're cycling. Exactly. And this morning there was not so much traffic as well, so it was nice. Yes, yeah, that's nice when you start early, then you are alone on the roads, but it's a bit cold. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But it was the first time for you at the Cime de la, the Cime de la Bonnet? No, no, I've done it several times already. Okay, and today was as beautiful as this last time, or you got some other situations where... Or the time that you come is a new adventure? Uh, yeah, it's always changed a bit. You know, depending on the season, it's uh, different. So it's always nice to do it at uh, different uh, time of the year. Seasons. This means that you do it, you did it also in, uh, earlier in spring. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> when it's open. I mean, this one is uh, maybe not open very long in the year. The last one to open. But uh, yeah. Uh, as soon as uh, the calls are, the grand call are opening, I, I go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What are you looking forward for after today? Uh, yeah, reaching the sea, have a bath because it's sunny today and food. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. And do you want to give me a couple of adjectives on the climb? How do you feel today? Yeah, it was a steady one and that was uh, good for me and not too steep. Yes, I'm also a flat guy. <laughs> Don't say that, you're not flat at all. <laughs> yeah, but it's easier for me. Yeah, not so much live content out of this stage, but we can go for some chronicles, don't we? Well, beginning of the day, called the VAR, so the start of a lot of people that scratched the day before. And this is the case of the Brunwagontin, Marjorie, and Rafi, and then as well of Michael that scratched the day before. He felt strong again, and then he said, why not? I can start again, together with his partner, Fred. After that, also we need to consider that one part of the pair number 12, Lens, crossed the starting line. First climb, Col de Var. A lot of switchbacks, not so much to see. Not because the panorama was not good, just because it was completely dark. A lot of switchbacks, you arrived on top, and then you go down to Sim de la Bonnet. In that time, though, Majorin decided completely to scratch this time. The knee was hurting and the body was empty. No need to continue. Sim de la Bonnet was an amazing climb in front, as it was in the back of the peloton. And Sim de la Bonnet is just an amazing climb. And between the different uh, battles for the first position, we also saw a lot of people coming up with a lot of smiles. And we saw also a lot of wildlife. There was a family of marmots up there. Can you imagine? Super beautiful. The tree line completely disappears after one, uh, uh, yeah, the quote of 1,800. And then this lunar landscape brings you to this high pass, over 2,800 meters. There we found also a kind of a rally, a religious rally, with a lot of people climbing up and taking part to a celebration. This was good, 
for us, but also some riders had to cross the rally quite, I mean, sneakily around. Sim de la Bonnet is on top of a park, so the feeding point was a bit down, and then the long descent arriving to the bottom of Col de Saint Martin. Col de Saint Martin, also there, a lot of smiles, now a new pair was built up and I'm talking about Rafi now without Marjorie a lens since the beginning of the day without Katya and then the heat arrived hammering down with a lot of efforts from people to find some shade there was not so much shade on the Col du Saint Martin but then way down and then the beautiful Col de Turini there was a lot of shade at the beginning in all the switchbacks and everything but then on top of it the view is just beautiful i found out lots of super nice ice cream on top of that and then everybody was really taking their time and seeing how the situation was developed the race was over it was just a long twisty and turny descent until menton arrived in menton we got of course a beer a shower setting up some stuff of course, for us, for the media center. And then there was the final briefing where we got also some of the celebrations. Celebration for the final GC of the race. And here there are no surprises, maybe some surprises. Vincent and Anton won for the third time in a row. Can you imagine? Three times in a row winning this race. Then the pair who won the mixed pair classification was Severin and Nico, and the women classification was won by Elizabeth and Pauline. We went back to some celebration, we said, but there was something else. There was also the celebration of the most combative, and this was Michael that started again the day after the scratch and went back to the arrival with an amazing smile, as well as Bernard, the winner of the Brunwagen classification. Who's Bernard? The Brunwagen driver who took care of all of us. We got another ice cream, or oh, it was not an ice cream, probably it was a Madeleine. No, no, no. I don't remember. There was some dessert there. And then I talked with the winners. I'm here with the winners. How do you feel, people? Tired and <laughs> happy. I mean, nothing better. <laughs> Tell me a bit more. So, you, we had a little talk before. You told me that this year was cool because you just paced. You didn't really, I mean, you didn't really push or go all over the top. It was just pacing. How was it? Yeah, this year I was just doing what I'm doing uh, the best. It's just keeping the, the same pace the whole uh, day. And uh, previous years we had to to fight with other teams so we had to push and uh, to attack but this year was more chill perfect but somebody else had another idea at a certain point somebody wanted to push a bit more getting a bit more nervous putting some more minutes of gap behind you and the second one so what happened uh, I don't really know what happened, but the, the, <laughs> the, the, <Makes> sense. <laughs> the second uh, and the general classification push a little bit harder since the start. Then uh, they try to to put pressure on us, but uh, it was just friendly and just they they try to to win the stage. But in fact, yeah, they uh, they just. Uh, play poker with us. <laughs> they, you're saying that they bluff. 
that's what it was a bluff. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, they look, they look strong on the on the first climb, and as an old man, I can't start so fast. <laughs> I mean, you didn't go, you didn't get into the the trap. <laughs> There was a trap. Somebody tried to trick you, but <laughs> it was a friendly trap. I mean, uh, it was just uh, yeah. We just uh, had fun together and uh, catch them back in the downhills and just uh, spend the most of the climb of the Simla Bonnet together. Then it was also nice to enjoy the climb with uh, others, other team. Yeah. Because it's a long day. Then uh, yesterday we spent the day alone, almost in the front. Today we had uh, some company, then it was nice. <laughs> That's amazing. Just, I mean, you are the winners of this race for the third time in a row. What does it take? What do you need? So next year, this is something for your competitors of next year. What do they, do they have to do if they want to win the Inferno race? What have you done? I think they just have to, to have a kilometers before mm. coming here because if you didn't uh, once ride seven eight hours maybe you don't know how we, how you feel after that time and then just take your pace don't don't try to to follow the the group that is faster than you in on the first climb just do your do what you you, you feel you can You can push uh, in 10 hours and you will be at the finish. <laughs> Perfect. I have the last question. What hurts the most when you have the biggest pain? Uh, it's an odd question. I mean, uh, the downhill from Turini to, uh, to the beach, <laughs> it's a long one. Yeah. yeah Because yeah. you know you're done and then uh, you want to enjoy uh, a beer or an ice cream at the beach. But uh, yeah, it's a long way down. Oh, uh, I can say the hardest part is the steep part uh, to to reach the Cime de la Bonnette. Of course. That's the, I mean, the hardest part on the paper. That's perfect. For me, for me the, it was the wake-up call tomorrow, mo to this morning at, three, at four. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell me, man. I was there like a zombie for the full day. Well, people, congratulations. Thank you. Probably see you next year then. You never know. You will see. <laughs> you will see, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Vivo. Grazie. Thanks. And this was the Inferno Race 2022. A long ride, something between a ride, a race, and an adventure of 500 kilometers, more or less, and 11,000 meters of elevation, more or less, in two days, from Ansi to Menton. Do you want to know more? Look in the Google. Bicyclette Inferno, where the first I is missing. Bicyclette Inferno. And there you're going to find as well with the same name, also the Instagram handle with a lot of stories, a lot of amazing pictures from Constantine's photos, Stefano, photos. And a lot of amazing photos from Constantine, videos and stories and everything were curated by me. And... I mean, I hope you enjoyed it, the full story here. And if you want to take part to the Inferno Race 2023, I think you should check it out. It's really interesting. For any information, refer to the Bicyclette Inferno Instagram account on the Instagram, of course, or just drop me an email or drop me a message, CC or Broomwagon Podcast in the Instagram as well. Remember that you can share, subscribe, review and do whatever you want with this episode and remember as well that there are a lot of links down below that you can follow 
the last thing that I want to say, support by Kigis and also my COVID jar. The link is down below. And support also this podcast so I can go to other places like this. And as much as I'm going to be I in the ranking or as much as I'm going to have coffees in my bag, I can go to more of these events. Maybe next time I should ride. What do you think? Bye.